0: A very good evening. I would like to express my gratitude to you to take the time out to listen to my personal reflections on a new adventure called Seher. I'm Ashima and I'm experiencing Seher both as a constructor of it along with Nanditama and as a receiver of it as a mother of two little children Kimaya four years old and Ananya two years old. Nanditama has been in charge of the Oro Navakriti preschool for more than a decade and followed the principles of Integral Education enunciated by Sri Aurobindo and the Mother. I have also been associated with education and music in my work. Over the past few years, I have been working with an NGO called Manzil Mystics, which aims to bring about social change through music in elementary schools. I am a follower and practitioner of Buddhism, and more than that, a believer in the mystic law of cause and effect. Causes are in the form of conditions that we have the freedom to create. And therefore, we can create conditions to be joyful and aware. These are the same qualities that make us facilitators for our children. Seher has brought to me the openness and the wonder of being able to look more deeply, listen more intently and be involved more consciously with any experience in life. In Buddhism, this is called the practice of deep looking and deep listening. Very recently, I was reading a book by Teek Na Khan, a global spiritual leader revered around the world for his pioneering teachings on deep listening and deep looking and I felt I could resonate with that so well. So um, in one of the sessions on structure, a question came up from one of the parents. When a child is running, isn't he already experiencing physical wellness? Likewise, isn't the child learning on her own from her environment without me having to do much? So where does my role as a parent come in? And uh, Nandita Ma's response asked, when the child was running, how were you feeling? Were you running with the child or were you somewhere else? Can I stop running in my logical mind and start running with the child? not in a literal sense, but maybe in an experiential sense. Can I, the observer, become one with the observed, the child? And that was the answer to so many of my own questions. I always wonder how can one be in the present moment, be fully there. And I realized that the child is such a wonderful opportunity for me to experience that moment in oneness. Because she is already there in that space, one with her experience. I need to align myself and be in that space. And once I do that, more ideas for deepening that engagement and expanding that experience will come. So the whole thing is about opening up to more. If they were given a few drops of truth when they were young, they would blossom quite naturally as the being grows. It would be beautiful work, the mother. An incident I would like to share is when a peacock died at Oro Navakriti. How the children took part in burying the bird. What was the significance of that? It was a way of building a deeper connect with what the moment had brought to all. I would again like to share another small example here. Nandita Ma and I were having a discussion on stories for children. And I said that this story or that story would be nice to share. And her take on that was that the important question is what you do with that story. Does that story become part of your lives? Are you deepening the experience of that story? So this particular story was a story called Serpy the Serpent who does not have legs and cannot walk in a straight line and wants to be like others who can. So when she asked me what comes to your mind when you listen to the story I said values of being grateful for what we have appreciating diversity, which is also valid. But I also opened up to another perspective. Can we explore the life of a snake? And when we started exploring the life of a snake, Kimaya brought another perspective that the watermelon is also like a snake. And that was much later in the night after we had heard the story in the afternoon. And I asked how? And she said, a watermelon also does not have legs and twirls around like a snake and cannot walk in a straight line. And that led to more adventure, zigzagging like the snake in an obstacle course, a game on coming up with more things that are like the snake. She said potato, banana, orange. And when my adult mind led me to inanimate objects, I said table. And she corrected me saying that the table does not have legs, sorry, the table does have legs and is not like the snake. So children can relate in ways that can really surprise our adult minds. Because children are more right-brained, their creative, intuitive side is predominant in their thinking. And over the, over time, our thinking starts tilting towards the left, the logical, rational thinking part of the brain. And that is not to say that one is more important than the other. I think it is more a question of restoring the balance between the two. So with conceptual learning at her formal school, which is predominantly nurturing her rational thinking, Seher is deepening her connect with life on earth. So Seher is not only intended for progressive or a certain category of parents but an offering to all those who are open to new ideas and perspectives. Because the more we are open, the more we align to life. Each one of us come with our own idiosyncrasies and imperfections. And speaking of imperfections, I go back to my journey which started with a conversation on Kimaya's reluctance to food. I realized that I was bringing in my own apprehensions to the table whenever we sat down to eat. So the conversation on five energy bodies with Nanditama and how I needed to take a step back and let Kimaya's physical body respond to food. I realized that by empowering the child, involving her in preparation of meals plating or any form of this is a better way than coaxing or creating the frustration that comes along both for the child and for the caregiver so the difficult parts are sort of inevitable along with the joyful ones especially when it comes to being a parent but seher made me realize that a lot of change comes when we change our own lenses of looking at things and then the pieces start falling into place So it's not about the food on the table, but food made and served with love and positivity will have a lot of different vibrations. If we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a lot of physiological needs for us and for our generation are mostly taken care of. If not easier, it is definitely a lot better than our parents or our grandparents. The natural movement upwards other than constructing resources for our children and exposing them to the larger world is to reach out to a different part of the child, the unknown possibly. Sri Aurobindo says, Every human being carries hidden within him the possibility of a greater consciousness beyond the frame of his normal life, through which he can participate in a higher and vaster life." It is like a light that shines at the center of the being radiating through the thick coverings of the external consciousness this also brings me to a very deep and powerful writing by maria montessori on the adult and the child where she says the study of the child not in his physical but in his psychological aspect may have an infinitely wider influence extending to all human questions. In the mind of the child, we may perhaps find the key to progress and who knows, the beginning of a new civilization. No one could have foreseen that the child held within him a secret to life, able to lift the veil from the mysteries of the human soul, that he represented an unknown quantity the discovery of which might enable the adult to solve his individual and social problems. This aspect may prove the foundation of a new science of child study, capable of influencing the whole social life of man. It further goes on to say, a first fundamental essential step to be taken, on which all will depend, is the modification of the adult he must necessarily seek beyond what is known voluntary and conscious so during the pandemic we are all homebound and being thrown upon ourselves to charter our self growth and that of our children and that's where the idea of seher began the energies of our small unit of the family which is like a mini universe influence each other including parents grandparents, caregivers, helpers, everyone in the house. So thus, mother being the significant adult for the large part of the time, her thoughts and energies are a big influence on the child. Likewise, the role of the caregiver becomes very important. So we have to shift our perspective from looking at the caregiver beyond help around the house, but also as an active facilitator in shaping the growth of our children Especially with busy lifestyles and work schedules, it is very important not only to nurture ourselves, but also to nurture our caregivers in building this ethos. The unseen gap between the caregiver and the parent was getting smudged somewhere. So nurturing and inclusion of the caregiver was emerging as one of the most cherished aims of our project. So who we interact with, our larger family, social connections, work colleagues, all of these energies impact our lives in a very significant way. Here, my gratitude to Nandita Ma for being the light in our lives cannot be expressed enough. It is like the universe responding and a beautiful gift to me. From the perspective of creating, constructing, falling, picking up again, and sometimes into a very different direction, also gave me another learning. Very recently I was working on a writing for um, Apoor, my husband's university, where he's pursuing a course on entrepreneurship. I came across two very different styles of building a business. The first one is critical thinking, where the logical mind is predominant and decides the course of action based on a strategy, a goal, a target market, competitive analysis, financial model, and all of the business management insights. And then there's another way which is called effectuating style of starting a venture where you directly jump into the waters and then charter your course depending on the adventures that come your way. Most large businesses have been built on the second course of doing things. So I was startled at the similarities with Seher and the same opening to observation, deep looking, deep listening, leading to the possibilities of intuitive growth and empowerment. There was a question with which I started this whole new adventure which Nanjita Ma had actually raised in one of the parenting sessions at Navakriti and that left a very deep impact on me. And that question was, are you becoming more joyful or worrisome as a parent? At that time, the answer to myself was that I was becoming more worrisome. And today, it gives me so much peace and pleasure to say that I'm finally becoming more joyful in this journey. I leave you with this thought and with this question to answer for yourself as the answer to this question may contain the answers to a lot of other questions. So, happy exploration and thank you for listening.